Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Out of Fine Jewelry Hotline, welcome in a man who knows all about everything going on with the Arkansas Razorbacks, and it is Coach Matt Zimmerman. Coach, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Oh, you're welcome. Good to be on with you, John. Joe, you guys talking about food. Joe talking about food. No surprise down there. <laughs> sounds like you guys are, are doing great. Sounds like y'all living the good life on this beautiful Tuesday. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. We're living it up, Coach, and uh, there's a lot of things to be living it up with, obviously. And I know that uh, you were on the call last night for Arkansas's first exhibition game of the season. Yeah. So much expectation surrounding it. And uh, I know there's a lot of things we're going to dive into, but just overall, I know you were there, you were at least calling the game in Spain, but I got to see him in person. Just what did you make of Arkansas's first exhibition game so far this year? It was an entertaining game. You know, John, it was you know, the win both halves by 17 points. And really, you know, your two best ones didn't really play in the second half. One of them played four minutes, the other one played about five, Nick and, and Anthony Black. But the, but the team... Really, you can see the growth of this team. They're a much better team than they were in August. And they weren't bad in August. I mean, it was the same players, super talented. They were just coming off that, you know, two-and-a-half-month stretch of practicing together, hadn't played yet. And now I think the overseas trip helped them. Uh, that, that time together has helped them, and you can kind of see it. Remember last year we played East Central out of, out of Oklahoma and beat them by three points in the first exhibition game. I don't know if Rogers State's quite as good as that East Central team was, but they've got a couple, you know, pretty decent guards that can handle the ball and can take care of things. They, they kind of lack effective bigs or any kind of, uh, you know, anybody that could do much damage on the inside. But they their guards weren't bad, and the Hogs still, you know, roll by 34 points. If Nick and Anthony play more in the second half, you probably win by 50, 55 points. And it was a, it was, it was a, you know, just take care of business, have fun, get to smile, get to laugh. It was, a, it was a good atmosphere. I like the fact that. You had people sitting low, guys, that aren't normally in those seats. In the past, exhibition games, dating back to when I came back here in 2011, it was part of your season ticket package. You sat in your season tickets, and it was the same people sitting there to sit there all the rest of the season. This was uh, kind of a free-for-all. First come, first serve. Show up, and you had to have a ticket. But you got in, you could sit wherever. A true, old-school, general admission environment. So you had it was only 5,000. I thought there would be more people. But it was a very bad, we've not, it, it's rained here like three times in six months. And it rained all day yesterday afternoon. It was very rainy and it was at times hard rain. And I think that kept some people away. And, and I think maybe some of our season ticket people were like, well, we're going to be there all year and we don't want to fight this first come, first serve basis deal. And a lot of our season ticket people didn't come. But there was people sitting all low that don't normally get to sit down there. And they were loud. They yelled. They went crazy. And uh, when they pulled that T-shirt gun out, I thought they were going to have a riot. And uh, they, they went nuts, but it was a good environment. A lot of dunks. This team just lob dunk, lob dunk, lob dunk. And uh, it, it was take care of business, have fun. Coach Musselman got a technical. That was the only time that it wasn't fun. And, and the Hogs roll and did what they're supposed to do. Coach Trevin Brazil, he continues to impress. He uh, looked good, really uh, overseas yeah. in that trip that they made, but then again last night he's really efficient, five of six from the field. Yeah, he could have scored all he wanted to in there. They had no, they had no match for him athletically. You know, they had a couple six five, six six guys trying to jump with him, and he's six ten and goes so high above the rim. 
there, there was no comparison for that, and he just was driving to the basket. He was anytime he caught it down low, he could just jump over the top of him and score. And I'd love to see him get to that free throw line, you know, draw contact and score. He hadn't done that a lot yet, but he don't need to. You know, he goes to Europe. He didn't hardly miss a shot here. He hadn't missed many shots, and uh, he ended up with 11 points. But we're plus 19 when he's in the game. He blocked shot. He blocked four shots. And I think he probably changed four or five other ones. One time they made a nice basket cut, and they had just been blocked by him. And they made a they made a nice basket cut, and I think the kid could have got the shot off. But he knew he knew that Trevin was out there in the vicinity, and there's no way Brazil could have blocked the kid's shot. And the kid dribbled out. He was like, "I'm not I'm not messing with this guy no more." And and it was uh, that kind of defensive presence for him. He is he's really elevated his game. He's gonna he's gonna be a star. Coach, another thing that uh, has been a concern or at least something that people have been looking for has been three-point shooting this year. They go 7 of 18 yeah. uh, last night, which is a lot of help from Joseph Pinion when he's out there going 4 of 6. But uh, just how do you how do you make this team as far as three-point shooting goes? And, I mean, who, who do you think are going to end up being the shooters? Obviously, Pinion has showed, at least last night, that he can hit it from when he needs to hit them. Well, you know, he played so well in the red-white game, Joseph did. And he he – kind of shined in that game and showed I can compete. And he's doing that being guarded by his teammates, which are high-level D1 guys, and he played well in that game. And then here he comes out, and he, he checks in with 6.16 to go in the first half. He's a 12th hole to hit the floor. He checks in with 6.16, and by 5.59, 17 seconds out there, he's drilled a three-point. His confidence is through the roof. Now, I was so happy to see him make that first one. Of course, Walton, I grew up in that area. I, uh, that's, you know, I've known his mom and dad for years, Craig and Gail, and Gail, the tremendous people, and I was so happy to see that go down. Because, you know, sometimes a freshman misses their first shot or two, they start pressing, they get a little bit amped up, they may get a little anxious, and then they, the next thing you know, they're struggling. He comes out and buries that shot. And then it was the whole game. He was like the most confident player other than Nick, who no one will ever be more confident than Nick. His confidence level is through the roof. And like you said, he went four for six. He goes three for four from the, uh, you know, uh, he went three for four from the line. But the four, he, all of his shots were three-pointers. He didn't take any twos. He has 15 points. Yeah, we were plus eight when he was out there. And he does that and didn't even play 14 minutes. When he scores 15 points, doesn't play, doesn't play 14 minutes. That's what this team has. And he's a 12th guy. Based on what when he went checked in last night, he's a 12th guy. And that's the kind of depth that you have into this Razorback basketball roster. And so he's a guy, I think he can pass it. He plays good defense. I don't know about this 6'5". We're listening to 6'5". He looks like he's 6'7". I think he's grown since he's been here. He's definitely filled out. He's gotten stronger. And he's a guy that can help. And he looks like a young man that's saying, hey, coach, I know you don't have me in there. I know Razorback fans don't have me in there. They're not thinking I'm going to be in this top eight or nine. But I'm going to make you play me. I'm going to do so much that I'm going to force it on you. And that's how he played in the red-white game, and that's how he played against the D2 school last night. What, what kind of differences do you see in the Mitchell twins as far as in their game? Um, how are you able to tell them apart when they're on the court? Well, I think that you know one of them to me is a little bit ahead of the other one offensively. He can do a few more things. Um, but it seems like that uh, Makai is kind of, you know, coach seems to be, you know, throwing him up there a little bit quicker and maybe trying to play him a little bit more. 
it's just it, it just changes. I think day to day with them, they're both kind of about the same minutes. They're both kind of in the same type of role. But if when you see these guys, you look at them and you're like, these these two guys can help us because they are really really big. I mean, they're six ten, and they are they're not two twenty. They're not two ten. They're not one ninety five. These guys are 240, 245. They're big. Let me tell you, the toughest, some of the toughest, most hard-nosed basketball kids that I ever recruited and saw, they came from Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York, and Washington, D.C. Those are tough, tough kids. And that's what these guys are. These are tough, hard-nosed. They play physical basketball. They're a lot like Kamani. It's, it's interesting because they're so similar to Kamani that that and that's just going to be interesting to watch. You know, Kamani did not play quite as much last night. He comes in the game before both of the Mitchells does, but he he played less minutes than both of them. And so it'll be interesting to see how that continues to develop. I think it's really nice that you got two six ten guys that you almost don't have enough minutes to get them on the floor. And that's those Mitchell twins. You got to remember these guys played at Maryland. They were the best players at Rhode Island, and. They, they come here with a lot of experience. These are not 18-year-old guys. These are older guys that have been around. They're chomping at the bit to play. And so there's just so much competition from all these guys. You know, Jalen Graham has been good. Last night didn't do quite as much, but he only played 11 minutes. Jalen Graham, an all-conference player in the Pac-12. Good luck getting through all that size and figuring out who you want to play. That's a lot of talent. Speaking with Matt Zimmerman on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline here on Out of Bounds. Coach, another thing, too, is that uh, I, I saw the rebounding uh, differential, and you're talking about 42 rebounds for Arkansas, 22 yeah. for Roger State. Now, again, it's Roger State, but you kept mentioning the size yeah. and, and the length. You know, Musselman really hasn't had this much or anywhere close to this much uh, in his time here at Arkansas. Just what type of impact have you been able to see just in the fact of this team having multiple guys that – are huge and able to go out there and get some big rebounds. Well, it's going to be a great offensive rebounding team, too, for us because we got 10 offensive boards against D2 last night, but we shot 60%. And so there was only uh, like 19 missed shots. I think we were 28 or 47 last night, and I think that's 19 misses, and we got 10 of them. It's going to be so much. Remember last year we struggled to get offensive rebounds at times, and I don't think this team's They're going to go to that glass. And again, it's these big kids dying to compete and dying to play and dying to get on the floor. What better way to do that than to show Coach Musselman, I can get in there and fight and I can come up with an offensive rebound. And that team last night, they missed a ton of shots when they did get to shoot it if we didn't steal it or block it. And they had five offensive rebounds. Roger State had only five offensive rebounds. These guys go to the glass. Walsh is a very good rebounder. We know Anthony Black is an outstanding rebounder as a point guard. And then you throw those bigs, and all of them are good rebounders. They've shown it. Both Mitchells rebounded well at Maryland and Rhode Island. Jalen Graham rebounded very well at Arizona State. Kamani Johnson has shown he can rebound here. Trevin Brazil rebounded well last year on a bad Missouri team, but he, he would go in there and get rebounds. you got got a lot of guys that can board, and I think it's going to be one of the better rebounding teams we've had. This team is so much bigger and more athletic than we were last year. It's not even close. Last year, you went 28-9. But last night, out of these, I had us down for nine dunks. Maybe we had 10, maybe we had, but I had us for nine dunks. And the 
about four or five of these super athletic dogs from Brazil and even from Anthony Black and from what you're like, wow, that is super, super. I mean, it's like Michael Qualls stuff. It's Daniel Gabbard. Brazil looks like Daniel Gabbard storming through the lane and dunking. He's not as strong as Daniel, but he's much more skilled, much more fluid than Daniel was. And they they just tear the rim down. This is a lob. This is why it's so fun for these fans. It's you got one of the best attacking guards in in college basketball, Nick Smith. Anthony Black is an outstanding attack guard, and they they create passers and they just lob, lob, dunk, 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 lob, dunk, lob, dunk. It's like watching five slam a jamma, and it's uh, I think it's going to continue even with the competition. Obviously, with Texas, it'll be a, it'll be a tougher challenge. But these guys play so far above the rim that. Uh, I didn't know if this team would be better than last year's. Uh, this summer, you looked at it. At times, you thought they were. You definitely thought there was more talent, but you didn't know. Uh, this team is better. This team's going to be better. And uh, they just have so much more depth, so much more size, so much more athletic ability than we had last year. And that's nothing against Jalen or J.D. or any of the other guys that are gone. But this team is so much more athletic and so much bigger. that uh, That's why it's going uh, to be such a fun season for for everybody. Arkansas shot a number of free hey, there, throws. There's going to be times, course... guys, we get in Bud Walton. It, it's going to be they're going to they're going to smack some teams in this league. I think the league's going to be okay. I think there's going to be three or four really good teams in the league. I think everybody else is finding their way. And I think there's going to be some smackdowns in Bud Walton, like some serious smackdowns in Bud Walton this year. It just it's pointing all all indications are there's going to be some serious blowouts. Arkansas shot a number of free throws. Of course, you'd like to see them shoot a higher percentage. But yeah. what did they do in last night's game and getting to the free throw line, creating those free throw opportunities? Yeah, it was just great ball movement and guys getting it in an open gap and attacking all the way like they were. Our guys were flying in, trying to either whether to dunk it or just being real aggressive to the rim. And Roger State just had no physical ability to hang in there with them, so they would have to foul a lot. Both both halves, we were like in the one and one with you know twelve, thirteen minutes to go in the half. We would be shooting one and ones. We'd be shooting two shots by the you know ten minute mark in each half, which were two shots every time we got fouled. Actually, uh, Roger State did a decent job the last ten minutes of the first half because I thought, my goodness, they've already got this many fouls. Nick Smith had drew three fouls within the first three minutes of the game, and you're like, man, we're gonna they're gonna foul twenty five times, and and they did a pretty good job of not fouling the rest of that half, but just being aggressive to the basket. This team needs to drive. Coach Musselman, I think, understands that our league our league calls it tighter than any league in the country. It's been proven statistically over the last two seasons. Our league calls more fouls than any other conference, whether it's a power conference or the MEAC or the Big South or the Big West. The SEC calls tighter games. And so when you, when you have a, a official crew that's going to call so many fouls, you know, we've seen fouls. We've seen Bud Walton have, uh, you know, we had a game that there was over almost 70 fouls, you know, called. We've had games where there's, been over 50 fouls called many times in league games. So that just tells you drive, 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 and you're going to shoot a ton of free throws. They'll shoot a lot better. 20 to 37 is not, not, not great, obviously, but there's a lot of guys that can shoot, and we'll make a lot of free throws. We're going to Coach, shoot a uh, ton the of thing- free throws. Nick Smith. Nick Smith's going to shoot maybe more free throws than anybody ever has in Arkansas in a single season. 
Yeah, well, hopefully that means he makes more than any other t- player too, because then they'll be, uh, yeah, be pretty successful if that happens, Coach. But yeah. uh, one of the things yeah. you brought up, and I know, I know it's been discussed a lot, has been with this team, and obviously you got a target on your back already because you're a top ten team in the country. But you're talking about year after year after year, Arkansas's made it further than any other SEC team in the back-to-back years in the NCAA tournament. Top ten team, McDonald's All-Americans, yeah. NBA draft picks. You were on squads, and you were on staffs of with nolan richardson and everything where they had a target on their back every year because it was a nolan richardson team and and a top team yeah what's the key in handling that especially with a young team when you know that no matter who you play no matter where you play everybody's going to be circling that game on their schedule because they're going to want to get you that's right well arkansas had these these two teams have gone to the final eight the league hadn't had anybody else go further as you just stated and so that is going to push more people to come see you, especially on the road. I think we will get some tougher road environments than we've had in the past. The, the, the Razorback brand is growing back. It's growing back to what it was in the 90s when every time that, that they went on the road, basically from 1989 through about 1996, you could go even in the old Southwest Conference. I remember when we could go to places that they couldn't draw flies. You know, back then, TCU, Rice, uh, Baylor, and you would go to those games and it would be packed. It would be sold out because you were number three Arkansas, or you were number four Arkansas, you were number one Arkansas in the Corliss Scotty era, and so they people showed up because they wanted to beat you, and that's where you got to rise up. That's what Kentucky's been pretty good at, not not so much the last couple of years, but throughout time. You know, uh, that's what Alabama football does. They, they they draw the most wild crowds, the most hostile environments, and for the most part, they've gone on the road and, and won, and that's what we will have to to do because we're going to see big crowds. We're going to see hostile environments. Even when we play somebody that's not very good, and there's going to be some teams in this league this year with all these new coaches, six coaches. Most of them have never coached at this level. They came from mid or low major conferences. There's going to be some teams in this league that aren't very good this year, and but you're still going to go to their place, and it's going to be huge crowds. It's going to be hostile environments, and you're going to, you're going to be the better team, but you're going to have to go and show up, and you're going to have to fight and, and win on the road it's some places that are geared up because you're the Razorbacks and you're ranked third in the nation. Well, it's going to be exciting. There's no doubt about it, and it's just getting yeah. started. Coach Z, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. I know you're going to be traveling this weekend, too. Have some safe travels, and yeah. looking forward to catching up with you later this season, okay? You're welcome, and I appreciate being on with you guys, and uh, have a great rest of the football season. Now, this is the best time of year, guys, you get to – End of October, then you roll into November, and you got football and basketball at the same time. That's so sweet. Oh, you you, you nailed it. It's it's nothing better than that, Coach. We're going to enjoy it, and hopefully you do as well, all right? Okay, guys. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Coach Matt Zimmerman joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond at Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Always good catching up with Coach Z, no matter what it is, but you can tell. He's pretty excited about Razorback basketball right now. No, oh, he's no always doubt. fired up. Yeah, no matter what it is, he's going to have bring the energy, that is for sure. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll come back. We're going to continue to talk about the Saracen Casino Resort where we are at today.